Welcome to the Farmer's Podcast, presented by the Walnut Hill Farm, where we focus on small-scale family farming. Remember, if you like what you hear, please review, rate, and subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Now please join me while we harvest another episode. Sitting out on the patio, I figured I'd record for a little bit. I'm grilling out some pork chops that we raised here on the farm for the family tonight on the smoker. Things are going pretty good out here. And I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I know it's kind of been all over the place, a little little weird. We really haven't found what we're trying to do yet. I want to use this episode to kind of take control of the wheel and kind of guide it with information about who we are, what we do, maybe why we do it, and, and uh, how things have been going. In future episodes, we're going to talk a little bit about like how we do specific things like raising meat birds or the layers or the pigs, the cows, those things. Just we've, we've been on this farm. We have 12 acres here, and we've been on this farm now for four years. This month will be four years. And we have grown a lot in that time. Not only has our family grown with our daughter, but we also have expanded in a multitude of ways, primarily through animal stock, livestock. So to that end, we'll just start off with what we have. Right now, we have the 25 layers. The vast majority of them are Highline Brown, I believe. We got them out of Cashin Farms in Wisconsin, uh, certified organic, at about, if I'm not mistaken, 18 weeks. That was last year, so they're they're over a year old now. We've lost several of them to Fox, those types of things, so the numbers have declined a little bit. And then we also hatched our own layers, some black copper marins and some whiting true blues. From a local farm here, we picked up, I can't remember how many we got. Gosh, it was last year. And all I can say about that is I don't intend to ever do that again. Pretty much hard stuff. <laughs> Unless my daughter wants to do it when she gets a little bit older. But right now, it's not something that I find any value in. Especially from just a laying an egg layer perspective. I can get, I can get 25 certified organic birds that are already probably 16 to 18 weeks for six seven dollars a bird or eight whatever it is uh and they're gonna start laying probably within about a two-week acclimation period maybe four weeks depending and i'm i'm off to the races with that i'm able to turn money into those eggs and feed my family with them but we'll talk more about that stuff too so the the egg the uh hatching process doing meat birds as well last year we did 40 meat birds for the first time we did 40 we really enjoyed that we sold them so quickly and the butchering process was was a family affair it went really well we put them in chicken tractors and moved them around the field we're doing that again this year i'd like to do it three times at least i'm getting another 40 birds here in a couple of weeks near the end of june and they'll sit in brooders for about three weeks and they'll hit the tractors because the the current birds that are in there will be butchered at about that time frame. We also have two hogs right now, two female pigs from the local university. They're not certified organic, unfortunately. I get them when they're about 12 to 14 weeks old as well, I believe. Could be a little younger, actually, eight weeks maybe. I can't remember. And so I can't make sure that those are organic, unfortunately. But they do 
only when they get to me they that's all they eat is certified organic food and then our table scraps which we try and eat as much organic as we can as well and we butchered two this spring like february i think middle of february early feb we butchered two and that's what those pork chops are that i'm making tonight and uh we had bacon sausage all kinds of great meat products we sold a ton of that product and from what i what i can see everybody loves it i love it it's fantastic and I plan on doing those pretty much all year round. There's no reason not to. Uh, I have a nice pig barn for them. I've got plenty of area for them to be in. The feed is, gonna, is easy to source. And I just need to get book my butcher dates out ahead of time, and I'm good to go. And as long as I can do that, I am, I'm good. So as soon as these two go into butcher, I'm going to secure my next two, call the butcher, secure my butcher date, and just keep rolling through. We'll talk more about that process as well in another podcast. And then I also do... Scottish Highland cows. Now, we originally got those for beef. Again, this will be on another podcast way more in detail, but we really don't know where we're going with that. The one thing that I do know that I want to do with them is rotate them uh, responsibly through my pastures uh, and making sure that they have adequate feed, that they are nurturing the soil instead of just drying off of it, helping it grow, keeping things down. And, and I'm, I'm kind of planting on top of that, reseeding a little bit. And that'll be another podcast as well. I'm really trying to fill uh, your, your ears with some good stuff coming up on how we do things on a small family farm uh, without a lot of knowledge, without really having a lot of background and guidance in these types of endeavors. So I'm excited to do that. I'm really pumped on, on all the things we're doing here. I want to talk a lot about like machine maintenance as well, how to just kind of balance your work life, your family life, your farm life, those types of things. But that's what we're about. That's what we're doing. That's what we want to be doing. And that's and I feel so good to be able to say that. That's what we want to be doing. We're doing what we want to be doing. We are slowly but 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 surely giving back to this land or taking from it what we can to feed our family and feed our you know our friends and stuff like that. Because on, on the previous podcast, you probably heard me talk about a hyper-local market, those types of things. And I'm not very good at, at gardening. I overwater, I underwater, I put them in the wrong spot, I plant them at the wrong time, I pick them at the wrong time, I plant them too deep, not deep, and all kinds of stuff. I'm not good at that. And I'm sure I could be with tons of practice, but it's just not something I have the patience for. I do really enjoy brushing cows, checking chickens, uh, watering hogs, those types of things. I get a lot of thinking done during those times. Get a good relationship built with those animals. So a lot of that stuff is just how I kind of connect with with farm and with them and myself. So what I wanted to present, especially in this particular one, is what we're what we're trying to do and who we are. And what we're trying to do out here is live off the land, provide for our family, and learn valuable skills. Teach our rate, review, subscribe. If you, if you want to give us some feedback or have any inquiries or anything like that, you can reach us at thefarmerspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Farmer's Podcast. Again, if you like what you hear, please review, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'd also love to hear from you at thefarmerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook as well. If you'd like to watch some of the videos referenced in the podcasts, 
or learn more about the Walnut Hill Farm, you can find us on YouTube and Instagram at the Walnut Hill Farm on all social media platforms as well. Thanks again. Thank you for sharing this harvest with me.